another episode of Breaking Bread, but we have a special guest, Michele Scotto, the VP of Corporate Development at Villa Restaurant Group. We actually go way back to college. We were college buddies at Bentley University, so I'm actually really excited uh, for this because it's unique. Um, we met back, uh, where did we meet? We met back when it was called Bentley College. Bentley College, that's Yeah, right. that's how long ago it was, yeah. but it was the... Uh, Mid to, uh, not mid 2000, 2004, 5, 6, somewhere yep. in there. We met at um, La Società Italiana di Bentley College, which was actually an yep. Italian club. The that, Italian club for the layman terms out yes, there. Yes, the Italian club, <laughs> where all good things happened. Exactly, um, exactly. But yeah, we met way back when uh, I guess I was a senior and running the club, and yeah. you were a freshman and got yeah, you Yeah, just to, a fresh fish at Bentley College trying to navigate the ways. So. Yeah, and we were trying to steer you in the right direction yeah, towards, towards pasta and vino. So. Yeah, and wine, yeah, wine charity events and uh, all, the, all the fun stuff. Eating and drinking, right? As exactly, exactly. Awesome. And it's... Uh, it's pretty neat bumping into you here just randomly. Yeah. We're at the Restaurant Leadership Conference uh, 2019, so it's the premier restaurant conference uh, in the world, and uh, randomly bumped into each other in the hallways. So yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for uh, saying hello. Yeah, absolutely. And reconnecting. Absolutely. So it'd be great to hear a little bit about Villa Restaurant Group. So if you could tell us a little bit about the history of Villa, the story, and tell us a little bit more about yeah, it. Yeah, sure. My. Uh, my grandfather started the company back in 1956. He came over, you know, traditional classic story, dollar in a dream, came over to, to America, came to New York, was working the, the docks originally, did it for two days and was like, this is not for me. <laughs> um, bought a restaurant, um, which happened to be a little tiny pizza place about this wide, yeah. next door to the Ed Sullivan Theater, in, uh, right, right in the heart of New York City. Famous Ed Sullivan Theater. What's that? The famous Ed Sullivan a Theater. Famous Ed Sullivan Theater. Had a lot of celebrities go through there, and that's kind of what started it all. You know, from, from there, they were very successful. Um, he was able to bring uh, more and more family members over to the country with the money he was making from the store. More family got involved. The business was able to grow. They sold that location, moved on. You know, with that location, they were able to buy five more. And that's kind of how the, the growth uh, be, began way, way back when. And, um, you know, today um, we stand as a company with roughly 20 brands under our umbrella, depending on which day of the week it is, you, you <laughs> ask. Um, split up between quick service and uh, full service divisions. Uh, we have roughly 350 locations in total, about 100 franchised. Um, the bulk of the business is in QSR. We have about 10 full service restaurants. Um, which are focused mainly in northern uh, New Jersey and eastern PA. Uh, and the quick service business, we're in um, maybe 42 states. Uh, so we have a lot of you know, penetration. We operate in different venue types as well. Traditionally, we grew up as the mall food court operator. Um, and that's, that's kind of where we, we grew up. As that business dynamic has been changing over the last five and 10 years, We've been diversifying and expanding into, into different, more what we would call non-traditional kind of sites. So the airports, the casinos, um, stadiums, universities. Uh, and the real strategy now, today, and going forward is really to be focused on, on the airports. Um, and that's a business we, we like. It's a business we can be successful at. It's a business where we can operate multiple um, units. We don't want to be the, the operator that's just running one location pizza by the slice we right. want to go in and we can go in and, and outfit an entire food court 
with all the different concepts that you may need. Um, Talk about the different concepts that you guys have. Yeah, so we have um, the, 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 we have what we call our three core brands. So the, the main one is um, Villa Italian Kitchen. That's where we started with the pizza by the slice. Um, then we have a Villa, um, we have a Greenleaf um, and Bananas, which was through an acquisition um, in the maybe early 2000s, late 90s of uh, Everything Yogurt Brands, which was out of, uh, out of uh, Staten Island. And so, um, you know, we have roughly 40 locations. That's a better for you, healthy salad, pick and mix, wraps, mm -hmm. um, and a smoothie type concept. Uh, then we have a South Philly Steak and Fries, which is the more indulgent uh, brand, you know, South Philly cheese steaks and, and fries, it's all in the yeah. name. Yeah, um, all the good stuff. Very tasty <laughs> and good for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have what we call our emerging brands, um, and those brands are more one-offs. They kind of were born out of a necessity. So if we wanted to outfit a food court and there was a need for a burger brand, we created a burger brand. We don't have many, we have you know a few, right. but we have that concept, we have those recipes, we, we know how to run that business and we can go in and, and kind of copycat that any, anywhere needed. So we have sushi, we have Asian, we have burger. Um, so how do you guys think about the different, uh, different dynamics between the brands? So how do you make sure that each brand has their own culture or their own brand come across? And how do you also leverage the lessons learned between brands but then also between QSR and full service. So how do you guys think about that mix as a company? You know it's it depends because for a, a brand of one or two locations it's hard for it to have its own real identity and kind of uniqueness. Yes the menus are unique and yeah. procedures are unique but those locations all tend to be in what we call multi-unit venues. So we're not just operating the one-off burger right. place on its own in the middle of nowhere. It's it's tied to, you know, uh, three to eight locations, let's say, where we're operating an entire food court or mm -hmm. a good chunk of it. Um, <clears throat> so the the culture really comes from Villa Restaurant Group and VR, VRG and who we are as VRG, more so than who we are, you know, brand by brand. Right. Uh, so I think for us, it's it's more about it's more about that, and we we try to live and breed that culture. No matter what brand it is that that we're we're thinking about, so the more developed brands, the three core brands, do have their own uniqueness in, in terms of brand personality, and we mm -hmm. have, you know, the brand personality statements, yeah. and we we have presence on social media, and we try to maintain kind of that that personality. Um, that that each one of those brands have and, and sh stay true to it because they, they are they are tried and true brands. Right. Um, but I think overarching, you know, the way we approach every day and doing business is, is comes down to we as a group yep. and what is our culture as a group. And how does VRG think about technology, and how has that changed and evolved over the years from five years ago to two years ago to today? And where do you see that going? It's been. Um, it's been a, a big evolution, and I, I, you know we, we've been maybe behind the eight ball a bit yeah. uh, traditionally, and we, we've really been trying to uh, change that and, and be on the curve and ahead of, ahead of the curve, uh, maybe even in, in some areas. So, um, you know, I joined the company uh, three years ago, just this past month. Uh, my background was was in finance and data. Finance wasn't exciting enough. To... Finance got me bored. I got yeah. bored of doing the same thing every day and. You know, as exciting as the markets can be, I, I just got bored of what I was doing. Yeah. I uh, needed a change. So 
you know, my background is, is heavy on technology and data and how do we use data. So um, the company was already changing before I got there. Um, there was a big project that we undertook to totally convert our entire POS system. We were very fragmented on, on different systems. Mm -hmm. We're now on one platform, which is great. And a lot of our competitors and, and um, others in, in the market we speak to can't say that. So we're proud to say we're on one POS platform. Yeah. It's a real plus when it comes to trying to, to do all these additional things and integrations. And what do you guys think about when you evaluate uh, different technology products? Like what goes into that decision? Who do you guys involve? And what are the things that you look for? Um, it has to be... We, we definitely look for an ROI. Everything has to have an ROI. And you know, you, you get inundated today with technology. The, you, the industry really involved evolved a lot even in just my three years and I think a lot of it just stems with all the outside cost pressures on our mm -hmm. industry uh, from from labor labor really being the, the main yeah, minimum one. wage going up exactly so it's hard to find labor where you get paying a lot of money or the gig economy you notice a difference in talent pool selection big time big time so you know there's a lot of technology out there competing for a very thin profit margin that already exists so we have to be very careful in evaluating that technology, um, talking to who the stakeholders are in that piece of technology. So if it's you know, a piece of technology, you don't just talk to marketing or talk to IT, you bring in operations, you talk to accounting. Mm -hmm. you know, we have more global conversations from leadership all the way down, um, kind of spanning different groups. And we talk about what are the potential ROIs. Maybe it's not a hard dollar ROI, Maybe it's maybe it's you know something else. It's something less tangible. But there needs to be mm -hmm. an ROI that you can eventually put on paper and say, this technology we're going to spend X and we're going to get X plus something. Right. You're not getting X plus something. Mm -hmm. Why are you spending the money not only on that technology but right. on anything? Right. And how do you guys view that like technology in terms of like the consumer experience or the customer journey or how does that play a role between the customer experience with the brand VRG with your staff? How do you kind of view that aspect of it? Well, again, it's been it's been evolving over yeah. just my time here in three years. So, um, you know, we're doing a lot now as in terms of um, social media and trying to engage with with our guests on social media, trying to engage with our guests with um, our reputation scores, and doing a lot to. Um, we had a big push the last two years to really push our reputation score up, and and try to. Um, uh, you know, just get better at engaging yeah. with, 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 with guests, whether they're happy or, or not. And it's not an and easy not, thing to like, do. How do you find out why, you know, how do you guys improve and make those better and innovate on that? Right. So again, it comes down to involving, um, in this case, operations. So, you know, it can't just be a marketing thing because yeah. it's owned by marketing, let's say. Yeah. But um, we need to involve our operations team so that they're aware of what's going on in their locations. Are they doing a good job or where, what are the areas of opportunity and, and how do we fix that? So our process involves operations. They, they go into a platform um, on, a, on a daily basis um, and you know once a week they need to, to submit a form that basically shows all the follow-ups for anything that was highlighted as, right. as being an issue. So that's one example of how we're involving operations on a, uh, on a task that would typically be maybe owned by marketing right. outright. So you, know, you have to involve, involve the right parties to both call them out when 
there's something good to call out, and we try to do a really good job of championing, championing, championing <laughs> our, our people who do a great job. And if someone gets called out, you know, I went to store XYZ, and Maria was awesome and treated me really well. We make sure that we yeah. we, we call Maria out, and that the whole operations team from the top all the way down. And you've seen different that. ways in the the way customers are engaging with your brand, or how you stand on top of. Uh, the leading edges of making sure that you're always engaging with your customers or communicating with your customers. So another another big way we're trying to do that is a loyalty program. So yeah. we recently partnered with uh, with the platform just at the end of last year, and we started rolling out. Um, I think we have maybe 30 locations now on the on the loyalty platform. Okay. So we're really excited about it. it it's it's been um, great to see to actually have. That data now, we, we have customer data. We can engage with you yeah. right away, right after you have an experience. Um, we can communicate with you many different ways. Uh, it, you know, we want to test the product in a certain location. We can we can you know shoot a message out to to our loyal uh, base and say, hey, come check this out and give us your feedback, and we'll right. get feedback like that. Yeah. It's all instant. So. Um, you know, that's one big way that we are evolving. We're, we're always evolving and, um, you know, it remains to be seen where we can take this platform, but, and we're in the very, very early stages here, but yeah. um, it, it's, it's very, um, it's very exciting. Yeah. It's very exciting. And uh, interesting to know, what would be your favorite food item for any of the brands or your favorite pizza? That's, that's an easy one. Yeah? A margarita pizza. Okay, what are you gonna get? The, just a margarita. Oh, margarita. Yeah, I like it All plain right. and simple. So yeah. we have um, one of our full service concepts, it's called Piatino, okay. and we do Neapolitan style, um, Ooh, quick like fired that. stone, you know, stone. A little oven. crispy crust. Exactly, so nice. I, I like a simple, uh, I like simple flavors, and the margarita is, that's, that's what I'll have. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today. This is fantastic and uh, great to reconnect. Absolutely. It was awesome. great seeing you. Good talking. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.